mija. Best show in late night for you by us, Bro Talk. We're always on the mark, hitting your best entertainment, political, and whatever else news you want to talk about. Your main man, Jason, in the director seat, as usual. Thanks for tuning in on this Tuesday night. Let's kick it over to my mate, man, Dex. What up, bro? Dex here. Merry Christmas, guys. Halloween is over. It is officially Christmas season. Uh-huh. Yes, okay. today yes. I went into the store and I bought some lactate eggnog. It is official. Oh, my God. I love that stuff. They It's back out. It's the yeah, holiday. Well, y'all need to grow up. Why y'all drinking lactate? It's like, y'all. Oh, because we're going to blow our asses to pieces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing you those smithereens. Oh, my gosh. Tyler God, how are you? Um, I'm great. So happy to be here uh, back in the land with everybody else. Do you put um? Do you put that little uh? What's that brown stuff? That nutmeg on top of your eggnog? I have. You have. I you, do you too. Like I, that yeah, I, I do a little. I do a little nutmeg. A little shake and sugar in the top. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. You give a little shake. I know that's right. You know, sometimes I put whipped cream on the top of it too, and then put some more of that this stuff on there. I'm, boy, I'm. This is my season. I <laughs> love eggnog. I hate when eggnog season's over. Same. I like I like eggnog. I just don't like to think too much about what it is. Um, and then you know we're what all is good. It? You know, it's, it's raw eggs. You know, at, at the end of the day, it's raw eggs. You're is just, it? It's more than raw eggs because I don't have to go. Uh, to it's the more than eggs, yes, it is more. There are more ingredients than just raw eggs. If, yes, there is. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's what the, that's what makes the egg part of the eggnog. You know. I know you lying. That's not. No, seriously, look it up. Look it up. I gotta look it up. I can't believe that. Repeat. repeat. Oh, yeah. So, where do you you think the egg came from? What, like, what, what did you? I don't know. I've never heard that before. (laughs) What did your findings come up with on eggnog.com? It says eggs, cooked eggs, egg yolk, sugar, milk, heavy cream, vanilla. All the eggs. There's three different kinds of eggs. I can make that myself. Then three different kinds of eggs. I said cooked eggs because you said they was raw eggs and they not raw. <laughs> How do you, what do you mean they cooked? How are they cooked? No, it does. It just says eggs. So I, they, they folded in scrambled eggs into eggnog. Like what are you? Just a little bit. <laughs> you got to blend it up real nice. <laughs> that's disgusting. Um, that's why I say I don't try to think too much about it. I do enjoy it though, um, and I hope everyone that enjoys eggnog has a festive uh, holiday season ahead. Wait, um, just real quick. I mean, I guess I can go look at the card. So if it's if it's lactate eggnog, does that just mean it's just eggs and sugar? Because <laughs> like, there's no milk in there or heavy cream. That's no, true. Still milk. It just like it's not real milk. It's like fake milk. Like cow milk. Oh no, no cow, cow milk. milk is real milk. Um, it's well, like they could take what? What are you talking about? It's not real. It's like chemically uh, engineered. You guys are uh, drinking. <laughs> exactly. You don't even know. You guys are drinking clones. <laughs> Eating and drinking anything. <laughs> anything. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't um, know why I be eating. I don't know what is going on. Bill is out here working the polls um, because he's uh, trying to get in good with the mayor, apparently, of Philadelphia. Those polls. 
Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, those yeah. polls. Not not the poll. I'm gonna be working the poll. I'm like, boy, please. You thought, you thought he was going from club to club, just working the polls. I mean, like, with Will, I would points? think it, I would think going from club to club is more likely than him working with like Mayor Kennedy. I, uh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he's doing that. No, he is. <laughs>
Um, so a lot of war crimes, the things that would be considered war crimes in any other circumstances, it uh, seems like they're happening. Uh, as 1.6 million Palestinians have been displaced. The situation remains volatile with no clear resolution in sight. Guys, um, what are your thoughts uh, about this whole conflict? Um, do you think that the U.S. Uh, might be getting into someone else's business if we decide to do something about Israel taking over Gaza? Because it seems like that's exactly what's about to happen. So usually I'm like a foreign believer, like we should just like stay out of it. Like it's not our fight. Like let's just kind of like leave this alone. But I mean, it's kind of hard to hear that kind of stuff and think like nobody's stepping in to do anything. Like nobody's going to like, yeah, we're saying stuff. Finally, people are saying stuff, but like there has to be some type of mediation. And if, if we could do that, then I think that's the right thing to do. However, I feel like what happens with the U.S. is that we come into these situations and we don't try to mediate the situations. We either side with one one party or we like go to war with somebody. And like, I don't right. want that, but I definitely like this has to stop. Like this is actually getting like extremely scary and dangerous, too. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of different viewpoints on Israel's rights to do things. And it does come to a point where it feels like um, Palestinian normal people are just lumped in with all of Hamas. And they're the ones suffering the consequences. They're the ones that get, they're getting their, their houses bombed. They're the ones who don't have any place to go back to after all of this is over because they, you know, there's nothing there for them to go back to. Um, so their homes are pretty much forever gone. Um, Ty, how do you feel about this whole conflict and, and where it's headed? It's just one of those moments in history that that where like stuff like this is scary and it kind of makes you really, really think about like it's like our whole lives we've been alive, we've been like wars and all this other stuff. I don't know, but this one it just is so in your face. It's so we know so much about it. Right. Where I feel like the information is so readily available that it just puts you in this position where you you feel like you're there. So it is like that said, like just a little scary to see that this thing is ongoing. It's just I don't know. I just never thought I would see something like this go on. You you know uh, what I think it is? I, I really think it's like for the first time ever, we're almost like forced to choose a side. And I feel like usually when there's wars and stuff like that happen, and they're like. There's there's war in the Middle East and there's always like that. And I feel like now and maybe it's because of social media, but like people are literally putting stuff out there and they're like, are you OK with this? Are you OK with that? And it's Americans that are doing it. Yeah. And like, granted, all this stuff is crazy and it's all scary, but it's it really feels very like like choose a side. Um, yeah, like, you say one thing, like and then you have to be on that person's side. Right. So yeah. you say, oh, this is wrong. That now, now you hate the other person. It's like. And I don't think we've ever been in a position like that where, like, we're backed up against a wall where we have to, like, defend, like, our friends and stuff like that. Like, it just, it's very, it's odd. It's a very but odd. Also, just a note, um, the typical, you can't say that this is just because someone supports, you know, the Palestinians in this whole thing or vice versa that is anti-Semitic because in this instance. Like people are throwing that around. Uh, yeah, that word a lot because they're used to doing it, right? Yeah. But in this instance, both 
uh, this is a people, war. Both people are Semitic people, yeah. like like in this war. So uh, I will say though, just Palestinians have brown in their skin doesn't mean that they're not Semitic. Their their actual culture is a Semitic language, and they are considered Semitic people. So you can't say this is anti-Semitic if you go one side or the other. I, I will say the bleeding though to the United States because for some reason, like outside of us getting involved financially and stuff, like socially, we're getting involved like locally. And I do think there's a lot of anti-Semitism going on, like here, like where people are actually oh, yes. targeting people. For sure. And but I'm not in yeah. the war. I don't think that applies. But in Absolutely. the United States, the way people are attacking people at mosques and stuff like that, like that's for sure. Yeah, I think someone drove something into a like a religious school, um, a Jewish a religious school. Yeah, and of course, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying anti-Semitism doesn't happen anywhere. I'm just saying in this instance, um, it's not appropriate to say that just because. Yeah you're fighting for the rights of innocent Palestinians that you're anti-Semitic in Israel's cause to have a land. Like it's, to me, it doesn't make any sense. All right. uh, Moving on to something a little less controversial. George Santos um, has managed to dodge expulsion guys. You thought he was going to get expelled three weeks ago? Eh, Wrong. He's staying. Most Republicans and 31 Democrats decided to push off his punishment pending a, pending his legal trials in a House Ethics Committee investigation for stealing from donors, lying to Congress, and receiving unemployment benefits that he didn't actually, quote-unquote, deserve, according to the Associated Press. He tweeted the following photo, including um, the <laughs> included after the motion to expel was not adopted. And here's what he tweeted. Tonight was a victory for due process, not me. This was never about me, and I'll never let it become about me. We all have rights under this great constitutional republic, and I'll fight for our right to uphold them till my dying breath. Uh, And then he posted the following photo with a crown on his head. (laughs) If if you come for me, you best not miss. And that's what you better let him know what time it is, Sassy Santos. Yes, Sassy Santos. I like that. I like that. The final vote tally, 179 people said, let's give him one more chance. And 213 said, show him the door. 19 members shrugged and said, eh. So, uh, George Santos. Shrugged and said, eh. <laughs> meh, meh. So Santos uh, survives. Uh, Santos later wrote a thank you note to all of his colleagues, thanking them for standing up for due process, to which Representative Jamie Raskin marked up with pen, um, highlighting his uh, errors, saying principles, correcting his spelling of principles, um, adding of which in there with a little mark, uh, and scratching out something and saying to avoid. Uh, He finished it with a note. Um, saying, dear Congressman, I appreciate your vote and only wish someone proofread it first. Meanwhile, you should apologize to the people of New York for all of your lies and deceit. I know you uh, had thought that you could get away with with uh, I cannot read this. Um, I thought you could get away with with it all in in the party of Trump. Party of Trump, but, but this truth, is resilient. But the truth is resilient. Truth is resilient. Yes, very nasty by Representative Jamie. Rackley. First off, you cannot correct my my spelling and my punctuation when you write like chicken scratch. You cannot like do this. Like, I, I can't even understand what you write and you want to correct me. Caesar <laughs> from uh, Planet of the Apes could have did a better job on that. <laughs> Caesar is home. Um, Santos then went right back to work trying Uh-oh. to <laughs> trying to prove some of his lies. Um, and here we go with an interview that he did. Uh, with CNN. Enjoy it. 
I never said I was Jewish. I would always joke for years. I'd say I'm Jewish. I was raised Roman Catholic. I said that in the middle of RJC just last year, a year from today, just last year uh, in Las Vegas. I joked on the mic, said I am, after all, Jewish. Joking. Everybody thought it was funny. Everybody knew what I was talking about, where I was coming from. And then for me to sit here and be like, wait, this is something I've always made very clear. I'm Catholic, come from a Jewish family. Here's my Jewish family's history. Why is this now a problem? I'm but not- you've just to make clear, you've, you have documented proof that your grandparents fled the Holocaust. I am working on finishing getting the last pieces of it, specifically the piece in Brazil, where they go to Brazil working and then have documents finishing. forged so that they can blend in and, and all of that stuff. Mm. And, and once I have everything ready, I will allow the same company I hired to submit the report to the press uh, with glee, because that is going to be that one thing that I'm going to be able to say, I never intended to hurt anybody. I never wanted anybody to feel like I misrepresented myself or my family's heritage. That's I, I will not stop working until I have every single part of that put together. He said that was the one thing. <laughs> but, the one thing I didn't do. That's the one thing that I'm not playing about. <laughs> he is ugh. a nasty person. Very nasty. You know what work done for this interview? What'd you say? Looks like he got a little work done for this interview. Oh, you know he got that no, face painted. That face is Look at that. But like, <laughs> you had to tell them, don't shoot me. You shoot me from breast Oyster. up, breast up, clavicle, breast up, sit up. Sit up, like don't get the rest of the body because it ain't done yet. <laughs> don't get the rest of the body. <laughs> Who did the body? Nobody. Who, Who did nobody? Nobody. <laughs> McDonald's did the body. <laughs> Are you happy to see uh, him survive, um, you know, this whole thing, fiasco? Because we would have been without George Santos. He would have went the way of, he would have went the way of Herschel Walker and, you know, what's that guy, the the surgeon, Benjamin. Not Herschel. Yeah, you know. Not Benjamin Crump. Not the lawyer. The um, the neuroscientist. Oh, you're talking about the. um, Johns Hopkins. Yeah. Damn, we don't even remember his name. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's ridiculous. Are you happy that George Santos is still around? We could see him for a few more months. Yes, but like, I definitely think Herschel Walker would have been more entertaining than this we don't, we don't, like, What do you mean? He's Hart. storming down hallways, pumping with babies. I know, but like, but Herschel, do you remember what Herschel Walker was doing and saying? Like, with the badge? <laughs> the Twilight Zone. I'm not about to glaze over fact, Jack. Like, I don't know who Ben Carson is. Oh, Ben Carson. Carson. That's what it was. Ben Carson. It's weird because now that you said his name, his whole resume comes back yeah, to my exactly. We forgot. We forgot. No, as it happens when you go with Trump, your whole legacy gets erased. It's crazy. <laughs> or, or you do like, uh, like what's the man's name that died at the at the rally? Herman Cain. That's Herman. the one I remember. Herman Cain. Was it Herman? Yeah. Uh huh. He's the one who owned all the and churches. He, back, yeah. he, he owns all the churches. Church chickens. Uh. He's like, I think the largest shareholder I'm the nation. of churches. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what, I think that was his claim to fame. Um, all right. Are you guys uh, done with George Santos? Are we ready to get to the true stunt queen? Um, as we all know and love. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. This week in Trump, this week in Trump. This week in Trump, this week in Trump. What did the Trump say? All right, guys, you ready for another edition of uh, What Did the Trump Say? 
Let's do this. All right. Um, so Trump was photoed outside of a courtroom, and this is what happened. Mr. Trump, how's it going in there? Huh. <laughs> he zipped them lips. <laughs> He got that gag order. He said, I ain't saying a damn thing. <laughs> he gets my whole ass. Trump, how's it going in there? Huh. <laughs> so that's what the Trump said for this week. Nothing. I love that. <laughs> he can put a martyr spin on anything, can he? <laughs> It's <laughs> so stupid. Trump, how's it going there? Huh. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him so much. He literally did that. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want Donald Trump to be president, but I also don't want him to lose. We don't want him to lose because he's gonna leave, you know? He's gonna get arrested. Like if he loses, he can't go away completely because we need. Hold on, but could you imagine? First of all, hold on. Let's just take a step back. Could you I'll imagine the show if he loses? Could you imagine if we were in the Roaring Twenties and Al Capone was like, and we had Bro Talk Live in the air of Al Capone, and like we're <laughs> wanting him to stay free. Like that's what this is. Like that's literally fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that you don't go away. arrested. <laughs> like that's exactly what this is. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Um, so furthermore, in this week in Trump, uh, from his civil trial in New York, things got explosive on the inside of the courtroom when Trump attempted to turn things political with the judge who asked Trump's lawyer at one point to, quote, unquote, control your client. Woo! Control Trump. Could you imagine? Control your client. Yeah, control right. your client. But when the attorney claimed that Trump knew the rules, the judge re retorted, he's not abiding by them. Here's Trump's lawyer with more. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at, and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. Mm hmm Oh, I can't hear you. Muted yourself. Why you, why you ain't do nothing? There? Why you come outside the courtroom to talk all that trash? When you was in the courtroom. You should have said to the judge, "I don't tolerate this at home. I'm not gonna tolerate it now." Why you ain't do it? You were throwing it down. Yeah, exactly. Contempt. Ran um, outside that courtroom and talk. Ran outside the courtroom and trash. But you ain't want to post up with a judge. Yeah, she she said, shut up. I shut up. I <laughs> I start talking again. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the prosecutor in the case, Attorney General uh, Letitia James, said that uh, that won't be tolerated and that she also has some things that she won't tolerate. Mr. Trump obviously can engage in all of these distractions, and that what is what exactly what he did, what he committed on the stand today, engaged in, engaging in distractions and engaging in name-calling. Um, but I will not be bullied. I will not be harassed. This case will go on. We look forward to hearing the testimony of Ivanka Trump on Wednesday, and then we plan on closing our case. Um, and then there'll be some motions on Thursday. Um, and then uh, the defense will present their case in chief. Um, justice will prevail. And it's important that all of you understand um, that we have already been victorious in our motion for summary judgment. 
Um, and now we look forward to disgorgement and to the remaining counts in our action against Donald Trump and his repeated and consistent fraud against the citizens of the great state of New York. Do you General, believe this is your case today? Ty, uh, what do you think Trump's nickname? You know how he had Sleepy Joe. What do you think Trump's nickname for Letitia James is? Um, you won't have me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fool, huh? Oh. <laughs> that was an alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> Dex, do you have any 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 sort of recommendations? You think it might? What, what do you think it might? Be? <laughs> I think I think it's two it's two words that he puts together, and they both starts with B. And it, it is <laughs> one of them is the color of my skin. The other one is the female dog. Oh no! <laughs> He's sick of her. That's what he got. for sure. Annalise Keaton is getting on that man's nerves. <laughs> we are so inappropriate. Um, we wish Letitia James the absolute best, and hope that she gets justice in her case against Donald Trump. And to wrap up politics. Uh, we have Ted Cruz. And, and we look right now at what's happening. These anti-Semitic, rabidly anti-Israel <coughs> protests on college campuses. People are at. Couldn't even get it out. Couldn't even get it out. God tore his ass up. And, and we look right now at what's happening. These anti-Semitic, rabidly anti-Israel. <coughs> protest <laughs> look he recovered though like that frog was stuck in that man's throat he got it out he tried to go he right back that thing out. Out. <laughs> and <laughs> nothing gonna stop you from telling the good lie nothing ain't nothing <laughs> not a thing school school All right, guys, we got a good little rhythm to us tonight. I like the the way the the <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Dara said Ted Cruz got the vid, the vid part two, two vid. Vid is back. Y'all be, be, better be careful. Winter is coming. Get your shots. <laughs> uh, Keith Lee has become a household name on TikTok thanks to his refreshingly honest takes on eateries across the country. But it was his recent trip to Atlanta that turned the city's restaurant scene upside down. Last month, he shared a series of food videos from various Atlanta restaurants, and it wasn't just the flavors on the plate that left an impression. Um, some restaurants had specific rules that left uh, Keith Lee an out-of-towner with uh, nothing to munch on along with his family. And he didn't shy away from sharing his unfiltered opinion. Okay, let's talk about it. Every restaurant that me and my family go to, we're either A, invited by the restaurant themselves, or B, was told about the restaurant 100 plus times from locals, from people who mention me, from people who email me, DM me. 99% of the time, I never go to a random restaurant. With that being said, my opinion was asked for. So many narratives being pushed, and it's insane to me. But let's be honest, what else do you want from me? If I go to a bunch of restaurants and I have a string of good experiences, then I'm being too nice. I'm lying. The narrative is being pushed that my eye roll is fake and I'm lying just to help people. Then on the same hand, if I go to two or three restaurants where I don't have the best experience, now I'm tearing down businesses, now I'm being mean, now I need to shut up, now I need to mind my business, I need to sit down. Again, I can't win for losing. I understand everybody gonna have an opinion on the situation. You can disagree with me. You cannot like what I say. Completely understand. I'm okay with that. But when my safety and my family's safety start coming into play, 
That's where I draw the line at. But what can't happen is with my family or the restaurants or anybody's safety start coming into play. It's absolutely overboard. Especially when I was asked to give my opinion. Because you're telling me my opinion only matter if it's positive. Because if it's positive, you got my face plastered on the wall and you saying Keith Lee been here. But if it's negative, I need to sit down somewhere and you don't know who I am. That's crazy to me. It was so much positive that happened in Atlanta that was shunned by the negative. It was so many restaurants we was blessed enough to help. We went to an array of restaurants like we always do at every city. I'm going to be 100% transparent and 100% candid. Me and my family will postpone touring if other cities going to be like this. Every review not going to be the best. I'm going to be 100% honest. If you want me to come, please understand I will be honest. I don't mean no harm. I don't have no malicious intent. I mean that, and when I say it, I mean it. People be like, well, you know what you're doing. You know if you give a bad review, people are going to come and flood it with hate comments. What else do you want me to do? I'm telling people not to go and leave hate comments. I'm telling people not to leave negative comments. I'm telling people make their own opinions. You want me to lie and say I had a good experience? Or you want me to only post the videos when I have a positive experience? That all of the videos I post is only going to be positive experience. Then the narrative is going to be pushing. I'm only trying to be positive And we're going to end up in the same situation. And on top of that, I think something's getting lost in translation. When that happens, the restaurants that we are blessed enough to help won't be helped in the same manner because people won't show up in the same way because my reviews would be inauthentic. One of the reasons people show up the way they do is because they know I'm being honest and I'm giving my personal opinion and my personal perspective on the situation. But if I don't do that anymore, it won't be the three or four hour wait times and now we won't be able to help business owners and we won't be able to give back to the community. In the grand scheme, that's what this is about. It's about giving back. It's about giving back to the community. It's about stimulating the so that's what Keith Lee was saying about his experience in Atlanta because he got a lot of criticism for putting people on blast, including one of Candy's restaurants. My family were at the One Music Festival. Somebody who works with Candy Birds walked up to us and said they've been trying to reach us since we got to Atlanta. He said he'd been constantly emailing me and constantly DMing me for me to come to Old Lady Gang. I got it, but let's try it and rate it 1 through 10. As you can see, I don't have any bags in my hands. Me and my family showed up and we attempted to order before we got here. We called the number they had connected on Yelp three times, no answer. We tried to order through DoorDash and they said it was temporarily closed. So when we pulled up, I sent my family in to order for us. They said on the weekends, due to being busy, they don't do any takeout at all. Which is completely understandable. So what we decided to do is my family's gonna go eat. They're gonna come bring the food out while I'm sitting in the car. So they have no idea I'm here. My family asked how long the wait was to be seated. They said an hour to an hour and a half. Yes. Okay. She also said they didn't have any reservations available, so they didn't take out any number, any contact information, nothing. My family then came and relayed that message to me, and I decided to go in myself. We walked in, and we were greeted by a nice young lady. And then I met some amazing people who were eating there, and we took some pictures. God is amazing. As soon as me and my wife were done taking pictures, the lady said the table was ready. As always, I don't want any special treatment. I want to be treated like everybody else. I pay for my food like everybody else. I'm a normal person. I'm a normal customer. Things like this is exactly why I do reviews the way I do. Just because I have a certain amount of followers on social media don't make me different from nobody. Amen. My mom, my mom-in-law, my sister, they all paying customers just like me. So I want them to be treated just like me. So I asked how long the wait time has been today. She said an hour to an hour and a half. So which I then asked, how are you able to sit me in five minutes? This is her response. How long are we looking for as far as I'm going to sit up right now. Again, my family just attempted to eat there less than two minutes ago. I then told her I changed my mind. We're going to go eat somewhere else. And I said, God bless you. And I walked out. On second thought, it's okay. We're going to go eat somewhere else. I appreciate it, though. For sure. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. Have a good one. Have a great day.
I'm gonna be very transparent and honest. I am frustrated. Me and my family just trying to eat food. That's all we try to do. At the same time, while I am frustrated, I understand we are all humans. I do not agree. I do not support. I do not condone shaming this business based on my experience. Like every city we've been to since we've been on food tour, I go to an array of restaurants, from mom and pop shops to staples of the community to super popular to places nobody know about. And Atlanta has definitely been a unique experience for me and something I'll never forget. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, genuinely. But I'm a normal person and I want to be treated like everybody else. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Y'all be safe. And I'm not playing. I understand everybody got their own opinions on situations, but don't go leaving them zero star reviews. You ain't never been here before. If you like to, come experience it yourself and then leave your reviews. But just leaving a review based on my experience is crazy in my opinion. God bless you. That's a typical Keith Lee feud review if you've never seen it. Um, and that's typically what he does. You know, he, he he talks about the restaurant. Honestly, he tells you to go check it out. Um, and, and that's pretty much it. But a lot of people was giving him flack and he actually got threatened by somebody. Uh, his family got threatened by somebody who he gave a bad review to. So, you know, a lot of this is making the rounds. People saying, who the hell is Keith Lee? What, why the hell has he had the right to give food reviews and stuff like that? Um, if you're not familiar uh, with his journey, uh, he initially used TikTok um, to combat social anxiety and prepare for post-fight interviews when he was an MMA fighter. And then he caught the attention of YouTube channels uh, People vs. Food, leading to a boost in his social media presence. From there, he and his wife delved into food-centric content, uh, posting one review a day. And in 2021, he started focusing on small businesses, and that's when he kind of blew up. Um, so he sends his family members typically in to get the food, um, so that he's not there. So they don't know it's him. So he can get an actual authentic experience. So my question is, after you've seen the clips, should Keith Lee be seen as a hero of the dining world? One person who exposes flaws or as a disruptor causing unnecessary drama and turmoil, because a lot of people think he's doing more bad than good. Dex, what you think? Um, I am familiar with Keith Lee. My wife is like obsessed. She like likes his reviews and stuff like that. And she listens to, you know, him on TikTok and whatnot. And it's weird because usually when she watches it and she talks about it, I don't see an issue with it. But this performance that he just did there. What, what, what you I, that was very like that was a bit much to me because like i feel like we all like in these spaces of just like talking crap or whatever like we all like put our opinions out on certain things or whatever and like you deal with the consequences of that but for him to say i can't i can't i can't put out only positive reviews because then the restaurants that i want to help they won't have three and four hour lines or whatnot like that's weird to me and i feel like if you really really felt this way you, you could go to a restaurant leave the review a positive a good review if you like the place let us know about it why are you letting us know that a restaurant is nasty that you don't like the food like i, I don't know that just doesn't really seem very necessary to because me. He, he's asked to review the restaurant that's that's his whole that's his I point it, but, but like I he's, would not, just, he's like, not just going and doing like secret sand or secret shopper stuff where he's you know just popping up it's it's a situation where they're asking him to yes, do a restaurant so he yes, goes and I does get the restaurant that. But like, but if you know, you understand, it's not like me doing it. Nobody cares if I go and say a restaurant is good or bad, whether they ask not me now, or not. until you come famous, until you get, but, you know, but just regardless, dollars. But, but regardless, like nobody's asking me that, like, for instance, when, when I was heavily doing stuff at like the radio station, they would send us to different restaurants to try their menus out and stuff like that. Right. If I didn't like it, I would never do a review and be like, oh, I didn't like this. This food was nasty. This wasn't. That's because you're a corporate show. Like you don't care. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand like why you would feel the need to say anything <laughs> negative about 
somebody else's like establishment and then you get mad and then you get mad when people come back at you with, with consequences and whatnot like i don't know that just felt very unnecessary to me and also if you're asked to review the restaurant then take your ass in there and sit in there and let them know who you are and review the restaurant since they're asking you to well, do because it. he so feels like he's not going to get a fair experience he wants us to be uh, something for the normal person to use to choose their restauranting experience so based on his palate no, not no. He's not reviewing necessarily the taste of the food. He's reviewing the experience, Dex, and that's what makes him unique. He's not reviewing. He doesn't have any qualifications to review the taste, but he know. knows. He knows if he's getting his food in an orderly fashion, if that's acceptable or not. I mean, you're gonna have to go. He keep the TikTok stuff, the social media stuff ain't working for me. Like you're gonna have to go the Bobby Flay route and get a show <laughs> on the Food Network and review it that way because you like this ain't working for me. I'm I guarantee you, he's making more money doing this. He said he's giving people five hundred dollars tips, like nothing. Like he's making more money doing this than he would on Food Network. Well, so, he's getting uh, on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> I can see. Ty, how do you feel <laughs> about Keith Lee? Um, I don't know what my opinion is, I guess. So you got to have an opinion because everybody he can have one on everything, <laughs> good or bad. Because at, at one point, like, I kind of mm-hmm. like the digitizing of the old school restaurant critic. It's like he made money off yeah. of that, which is like probably like he's making a lot of money. Yeah. Currently. He's on Rolling Stone. Like, I kind of like the, the innovation of it all, like to get rich off of such an old idea. And something that people still use. He has his audience. They clearly pack out the places when he gives them a good review. They have lines down the street. So his influence is definitely, you know, apparent. Um, and it's, it's like I understand Dex's point. It's like if I have a restaurant, like I don't want to, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder for Keith Lee twenty four seven. You know, but you still should have, you still should have the brand awareness to want to give a good experience to every customer, and that's what Keith Lee is trying to facilitate. No, but then at at the same time, it's like, you know your power at this point. Like, I don't care if you gave, I'm like, oh, well, that's Keith Lee's opinion. I guess there's nothing we can do about that. Like, no, fuck that. (laughs) If he gives you a bad review, are you supposed to be like, well, Keith Lee said it was bad. I should close up shop. Like, what? I don't understand. You should just get better. Like, you should just get better and invite him back. He can't realistically think. That you are going to give someone a bad rest, a bad review, and that people aren't going to be pissed. Like people he are. Said he said people are giving people zero star reviews. Of a critic, every restaurant owner who gets a bad review is pissed. You're not special. They're going to be mad at you. Yeah, it's not the mad. It's the fact he's getting threatened now. Like that's well, a little much. Because, right? because you know what it is. It's it's not. Oh, it's a dangerous job. You shouldn't do it. It's not just a person saying your food is nasty, your food is bad. It's a person that's broadcasting that experience food, whatever, to like millions of people. But it's something you can correct. Like service is something you can correct, Dex. Like that's that, but like I don't feel like you get the opportunity to correct it because you do that and then because you've been shitty. But then these people leave reviews and then and like think about it. If we're going to if we go to Atlanta, right? And we're like, what restaurant should we go to? And then we see old lady gang there and we see a million zero star reviews. We're not even gonna try it. You've already like he said it. don't leave. he he told you not to leave the zero star reviews. He told them that because that means people are doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what exactly. I thought about um you know what I thought about? I've seen that video a lot. I've never seen that little disclaimer at the end because everybody on social media cuts that part off. <laughs> I never even heard that. He says <laughs> at the end of every video. He tries. Because it know? doesn't matter. Tries, but like, like zero star reviews. The part of the video that circulates never plays that part. I've never <laughs> heard that part. <laughs> 
Gosh. All right. Well, Keith Lee, best of luck to you. Hope you stay safe in these streets. Um, The legendary Lauryn Hill is making headlines once again. And this time it's all about her unapologetic stance on her concert tardiness. The 48 year old. Good Lord. I didn't know she was that old. Sorry. No, no shade, but it just sounds old. It sounds old. Uh, Currently on tour celebrating the 25th anniversary of her one album, the 1998 Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Recently brought her act to Los Angeles and thanked the fans for attending that concert with these kind words. She's late. She's late a lot. Yo, y'all gonna be out making this blood rise stage every night. Uh, Miss Hill needs to get back into acting because that was good. I like that. And, um, like good. when she was going, because I I purposely didn't watch this this clip in full because I know we were going to talk about it here. Uh huh. You could be late. It's okay. She went on. She went. Like I don't mind. God said you could be late, so you could be late. I, I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> you can play the same album over and over and over. <laughs> I, I, it's okay. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I believe that Lauren Hill's reason is that she never got another opportunity. To make look, this, that whole speech was an invitation for people with time because you know people had it after that whole that whole little stunt she tried to pull. Um, at Becky Slayer says Lauren Hill stays lying. She locked herself in her Miami hotel room for many moons and had her label uh, make a studio there because she didn't want to drive half a mile to the studio. She flew musicians to meet her to record just for them to be there for days without doing anything. He said this is gonna be a start of a little thread. Here we go. <laughs> she asked people to work to do work for God, aka for free. She got caught up in a spiritual gifter guru that manipulated and swindled her. She's the MTV Unplugged performance where music professionals called out the fact that she barely knew how to play the guitar and knew about three chords. <laughs> Columbia after time finally had to cut her off financially for spending millions and not producing any work. She turned down acting roles for Beloved, A Star Is Born, Dreamgirls, Charlie's Angels, Lucy Liu's part. And the born identity, Matrix Reloaded, and the Matrix Revolutions <laughs> went off. <laughs> like, people had time. Don't be lying, Lauren. Um, and even people like my good friend Naima, who I had on my show back in the day, she also knew she could actually couldn't create an album that would be a proper follow-up to the miseducation because she burned almost everyone who made the album what it was. Then we went into the whole situation of why she plays the songs that she ways that she plays them. Uh, at Spoon God said, literally having this discussion with my girlfriend this AM, it's like, why are you still talking to your fans at shows like this? You got one album and you can't legally perform it the way we want to hear it anyway. Naima retweeted saying, can't, not don't want to, not bored with the original arrangements, not want to be creative with it, legally cannot. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> they had time um, for Miss Hill. You're getting dragged like this. Dragged it. So does Lauren Hill's outspoken defense of her actions uh, set an example for artists handling criticisms, or does this perpetuate like a culture of entitlement? Do you think Lauren Hill's wrong for defending herself in this situation and being late? Um, or are we all just spoil, spoiling Lauren Hill by continuing to buy tickets to her show every time she goes? Spoiling Lauren Hill. <laughs> 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 I my biggest thing out of the whole diatribe you just did is like why and Lucy, look, why am I in this? Like, why did you have to just said Charlie's every why other movie? Right. Every other movie you said she turned down, you did not say which role it was. Why did you have to say my role? Like, why am I in it like this? Your mouth was open ever since I said the Lucy Lee. I was like, like, why they threw her in there? And I'm trying to think about the movie. I'm like, what did Lucy Lee do? And I'm trying to picture um, the Lauren Lauren Hill in, the, in that role. She did. And I can't see it. Um, truthfully, I don't know. I just I feel like it's one of those things where you respect Lauren for what she did. The album was amazing, so that's what you. Well, she gets do. a pass because of her do. legacy. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and if you, and I don't think this impacts her legacy at all. I think that this right here is what we expect of Lauren Hill. This is her legacy. She's a legacy act, and she's going <laughs> to curse you out of her show if she shows up, and she's going to be late. Just this like Anita Baker. <laughs> Let's not get disrespectful. Now. <laughs> not too much. This is this is her this is her stick. This is what she's gonna do. And speaking of my girl Nita Baker, <laughs> she tweeted today. She tweeted after that happened. She has said something about Lauren Hill, and she said um, in a positive way. No. She said to Lauren Hill, "Sorry, I'm gonna find it because like, we know nasty loves nasty. So I know she probably defended her. She did defend her. I'm sorry, I can't find it. But basically, she said to her, "Got it." She said, um, much respect, queen. Women often disrespected on the road, given subpar equipment on the road. <laughs> and deadlines are often disregarded. Even though we pay vendors the same money with a bunch of dollar signs, money sometimes double and receives subpar service. And guess who bears the blame? Women, heart emoji, microphone emoji, music symbol emoji. Don't quit, queen. And I had to step in on Miss Anita and I had to tell her, I said, look, I don't think that applies here. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> it does not like that is not the situation with Lauren, and it ain't the situation with you either. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully, Nita, uh, this does not apply. All right. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm only going to get to um, one story in the uh, updates, um, and that is this story about Soldier Boy and um, J Cole. So stand by. We're going to play the updates. It's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. All right, as promised, we're going long for some reason today. We feel like we have space now that Will's out. Um, and we never really work it out that way somehow. Thank it you. always ends up being longer when someone's out. Speaking of beef, though, uh, Soulja Boy has smoke for J. Cole after J. Cole said this about Soulja Boy's music. Around the time Soulja Boy came out, I don't know how this happened, but I had a, a realization within myself. Because I'm hearing that shit and I'm like, man, this shit. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy, tell him. It sounds crazy to say now because it's such a classic to me. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I had resistance. Similar to when you came out and mm-hmm. your class came out, I had resistance. Nah, that's not the thing that I love. Like, what? Y'all fucking with this? Mm-hmm. Like, I was one of them. Yeah. And it was literally a part of me that had a realization. I was young. 
And I'm proud of myself for this realization. Because yeah. I was like, bruh, you a hater. Like, yo, you are literally hating. Yeah. Like, you are literally, you know you like this shit, actually. Yeah. You be with your friends and you know you done did a, you, yeah. Yeah. you know you done that. Yeah. So why would you front on this nigga like mm. anywhere at any point? What you be better off doing is you need to look at a soldier boy. You need to look at a such and such. Whoever was out at that time might have been snap music at the time. Mm. What you need to do is you be better off realizing that these dudes is talented and they understand something that you don't understand. And they figure something out. And bro, I swear to God, like I switched my mindset. And I just turned from a hater as a youngin. Mm. I turned from a hater to just an appreciator. Like, what can I find that's amazing about this? So that's what J. Cole said about Soulja Boy um, growing up, how he viewed Soulja Boy's music. Soulja Boy had this to say about J. Cole's opinion. I understand what you was trying to say. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck you was trying to say. All that lyrical, spiritual, miracle do not count in the, in the real world, bro. You you got nice bars. I understand what you was trying to say. Words are different next time. You know what I'm saying? I get what you was trying to say when you was when you was growing up. Soldier Boy wasn't your type of music, and you realized I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck you was trying to say. What the fuck was you even trying to say? You was a you weren't even saying you weren't trying to say. You weren't even saying. Shut up. Next time, just shut up. Don't say my name at all. Shut up. Can't even give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't even know what you was trying to say. I'm making no sense. Stupid. Fuck wrong with you, boy. J. Cole gone somewhere, bro. I'm in paradise. Why you bothering me? I know you got money, right? Are you you done, you didn't you did good in your career, right? You always hating on. He was hating on Lil Pump, talking about he gonna fall off, he gonna be doing love and hip hop. Y'all always hating on new <laughs> Damn, everybody can't rap spherical, miracle, curical. <laughs> you know, I hate to admit this, but Soulja Boy killed my Aquarius brother. Like, J. Cole was talking in circles. I don't no, think I understand. Of all, he was right about Young Pump, so you can't say. I don't really know what he was never. saying, though, with the Soulja Boy stuff. I don't quite understand what J. Cole was saying. Like he, he was saying that he didn't identify, he didn't value the stupid shit that Soldier Boy was doing with Crank That. Because <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy are acting like he don't know his music. Was and then dumb. he realized that there was something there that people was gravitating to, and he had to figure out what that was. And, and J. Cole probably should have done that. He should have he should have emulated that and done it, and maybe he wouldn't have got his first um Billboard hit it in two thousand two thousand. Yeah, and, that, and that's exactly what Soldier Boy had to say to him. Soldier Boy went to Twitter after all of that, saying, "Pussy nigga, I wrote and produced a number one record at seventeen. In the year 2006, Drake just gave you your first number one this year. Sit the F down. You not all that. You don't got a number one solo record. I do. <laughs> well, that's a fact. I just feel like I just feel like he should have J. Cole should have he should have stayed quiet and ate his food. Draco going off. Uh people will slap the ish out of you. F your dirty opinion. Stink dreads have an ass B. Uh, continued. Did um, you think it was worth being this bad? You a BJ Cole, F you and your fans. <laughs> God damn. Uh, 
at the end of the, if you don't remember how it ended, J. Cole did give props to Soulja Boy. He said, this is amazing. You know, I found the amazing in it, you know? Yeah, but that was backhanded, though. You can't say, like, I, I had no idea what this person was doing, and, like, it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I like it now. No. Uh -uh. Well, Big Draco um, was talked down by one Nicki Minaj. I understand what you was trying to say. I don't know what... Sorry, that was the first clip. This is Nicki Minaj. Clip. I just want you to, when you're wrong, let me tell you something. I'll cut some motherfucker out in two seconds right mm -hmm. won't think first but when i'm wrong if if and most of the times i ain't because i'm a sagittarius female and i'm just <laughs> read up most of the 99.9 i'm right right but the point one percent time i'm not right i don't care who it is i'm gonna tell i'm going to apologize i'm gonna say you know what okay. that was fine that was kind of fucked up you know i didn't i didn't um i didn't understand completely and i overreacted and when a person can do that, that's when you know that person has inner peace. Nah, you're right. You're right. All right, all right, J. Cole. Nikki uh, saved you, bro. So. You know what? I'm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My bad. My bad, fam. <laughs> he then took to Twitter to seal the apology, saying, Nikki just told me I took what he said wrong and that he was showing love. So I'm going to let it go. My bad, y'all. I really thought dude was hating on me. <laughs> My bad, dog, J. Cole. Sorry for the confusion. Keep doing your ish. Be from two different worlds. <laughs> I stand on what I stand on. It's hard coming from where I come from, man. I dealt with a lot of hate my whole career, so it was just it was just messed to think it would come from you. 100. There we go. So a nice resolution to all I of you. I side with Soldier. And Nikki, I've never heard you apologize to a soul in your life. There's no inner peace going on over there, baby doll. No, you God. wouldn't hear it because there's only a 0.1% chance. That <laughs> so when you was fighting Cardi at the Met Gala or wherever y'all was at, did you apologize to anybody there? Because you was dead wrong in that situation. That was, 99. That was probably the 99.9. Okay. <laughs> like... You said, but in the... But in the point one chance that I am wrong, I'm a Sagittarius, you know. Like what? Bro, you, you can't, can't make it up. Like you can't script this shit. Like I'm telling you, like finding this news every week is hilarious. And when she put that Queen album out, that was you was dead wrong for that too. You didn't apologize to her for that, but it's still out. This is real life. All right. Um. Last but not least, uh, we're gonna play a little game called. What did Meek Milk say? What did Meek Milk say? All right, Meek Mill, um, as Meek Milly Philly's own, had this word on his brain, but it didn't come out right. So I want you guys to guess what he was trying to say, as we do with Trump. Ready? Yeah. Do it. Top testosterone. <laughs> Any guesses? It's weird because you want to hear it again? Yeah. Testosterone. To testosterone. Is that a word? To testosterone? Is that a word? Testosterone. Whatever he said, it don't matter because because he was right. He said that you're confident as hell. Testosterone. I gotta put the full context, which I know won't help, but all right, here we go. The full sentence. That's one not to cut you off. I ran into one of my old homies. He like, I'm working with artists. He said, them niggas testosterone ain't up like yours. 
they ain't working hard. Testosterone. Like he said, I ain't been around no niggas that's like you. No, no, no. When different. I ran into Ross, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> you heard trying to correct him. He didn't. When he gave him, when he said it, Meek was like, I don't know who that guy is, but I'm talking about this person here. Not to cut you off, I ran into one of my old homies. He like, I'm working with artists. He said, them niggas testosterone ain't up like yours. They ain't working hard. Testosterone. Like he said, I ain't been around no niggas that's like you. No, no, no. It's when different. I ran... <laughs> oh, man. Well, make sure just be like, well, that's that's what he said. That's what the guy who I talked to, that's what he said. That's the words that he used. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <sighs> I love this show so much. It's time for QA. Sorry, I'm gonna play y'all comments, but um, we, we've so far behind. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. It is Q and A time. This is the part of the show where we Q and you A. So the question looks like it comes from a I'm assuming a female, but Jason always tells me I'm wrong when I do this. No, it's not. It's uh, it's it's a it's a full spectrum of colors. You see, it has blue on one side and pink on the other. It's whatever that means. Totally asexual. All right. So the person writes. My boyfriend's baby mother will be out of town this year for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. And my boyfriend will have his two kids during that time. This is this is only our second holiday season together, and I do not want to spend the entire holiday yeah. with those children. Those children. Mm. <laughs> and he was only supposed to have them for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I've asked him to tell her to change her plans, and he refuses. I'm debating on reaching out to her myself. How would you go about this? Yeah, call her on the phone and say, like, you go, yeah, you don't get luck. the full holiday season. Good luck. Yeah, no, good luck with that. You do not get the full holiday. That is crazy. Come on now. Do you you think you get the, you think I'm gonna have to watch these kids the full holiday season? Absolutely, because you, you know, know why? You. you know why? Because you ain't seen them for the whole year. That's why. Okay. Well, I've been watching well, these kids the whole year. I well, you know Trayvon and come by to see them kids. Okay. Well, if I ain't see them for the full year, then that means three more days ain't going look, I'll get the kids Thanksgiving. But Christmas uh, and New Year's both. Eve, well, I'm not doing that. Combination. Both, okay? <laughs> like, I think lady or man, whoever, you are correct. <laughs> Call up the baby mom and say, you got to get your kids for Christmas and New Year's Eve. We already got plans. We're going to be out the country. Even if y'all going to sit in the house in y'all pajamas, I'm not watching those kids. I'm not doing it. You only been, this guy's only been with me for what, two years and this is only Person. our second year together. You Person. shouldn't want your kids around me anyway person ty you think it's a stub baby it could be dex it could be get your oh kids get your kids you know i'm running around here like a monster I, no no <laughs> i feel like you have a better chance of leaving it alone and just hoping that something happens where the kids have to stay with her than calling her up because well, if you call her up I can guarantee you those kids are going to be with you Christmas Day through New Year's. They're going to be with you the whole Thanksgiving break, including Black Friday. You got to figure out something to do with them kids when you go into the store. No. So you better off leaving well enough alone. No. Ex about, about to give you the worst advice. No, I'm giving you the right I advice. Well, listen, 
if you want to listen to these saps over here and you don't want to call that woman and tell her to take care of her kids, then I want you to make you some plans. Since your boyfriend refuses to, to get rid of them kids, you make you some plans for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And when he wants to hang out with you, you'd be like, when you drop your kids off, I'm right here available for you. Uh-uh. I'm not, not I'm not finna send a baby to no kids. That is not acceptable, Dex. Two kids. Dexter, that's not acceptable. You can't do that. That is crazy. What are we doing? Are we Break up with about? him. He's a sucker. I don't like that. Look, <laughs> like I said, the only chance that you got to get out of this is maybe taking a knife to the tires. <laughs> of whose tires? <laughs> of the, of the uh, baby mama tires so she can't come over and deliver the kids. Oh, she's going to find a way. She's going to Uber them kids <laughs> over there. This lady has plans. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve. <laughs> like She ran the full gamut. <laughs> <laughs> Ty's dying. This is crazy. This is the, this is the worst advice. Opinion. Is like, what? Oh my god. Well, anyway, if y'all have any more questions for us, specifically ones like this, because this is excellent. Specifically ones like this, please head over to www.brotalklive.com slash backslash questions. Jason. Jason. Jason and company. Jason and company. Yo. Thanks. Do you have any recommendations on knives for the tire? <laughs> Steak, butter. Yep, the sharpest ones you can find. Clips for this week. Uh, the theme is: I know you effing lying. I know you effing lying. God, I can't even recover. I can't breathe. <laughs> all Dex's fault. Yeah, this is all Dex's fault. Um, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, number one, and I know you F line happens when a man goes to a restaurant and he is greeted by a dish that he wasn't expected to to get, apparently. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Face. Oh, 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 I need that cook, man. It's <laughs> the eggs and peas, right? Oh, that's what we are. Okay. Okay. It's that with the smoke. The smoke is he said, I see some eggs and some peas. Now watch. Now watch Keith Lee over there and leave them a bad review. <laughs> he better. He damn sure better. Um, so if you got raw eggs and peas, uh, I guess that's an appropriate reaction. I'll be looking around too. Like, what the hell else is going to happen? Someone going to cook it? <laughs> what are we doing? No, <laughs> we don't. Uh, number two, um, a man decides uh, to go ahead and devour, I would say, um, a corn on the cob. I call this man Corn Cruncher. Here we go. you be in the heads i don't eat shrimp like at all and i also don't do corn but if i would have eat if i would eat corn i have to eat around the husk of the whatever he <laughs> <laughs> swallowed it like i want it right here in that man's throat it's just a bunch of bullshit in there like that is crazy there's no way that's not just for the video he had to go throw it up afterwards <laughs> he was eating them heads of them shrimps that's so nasty uh, next up, 
we have a man who does the same thing with a biscuit. He used to like a potato chip. Who wants a thigh? Mm-mm. Not me. Where's my um? Uh, I think say. <laughs> what was the honey for? You just gonna pour it in your mouth because like you've already eaten the biscuit. He did a finger smell like a potato chip. Who wants a thigh? Mm-mm. Not me. Who wants a thigh? I, well, for, I'm with him. I would never eat a thigh. If I, I go to like, That's you know, if I go to these show these places, I only get breasts. Specifically, oh, like you, you so white. I know you like them. <laughs> I only, I only do breasts. I only do like I go to KFC and I get two breast spicy man? breasts. Okay, you a breast man? I am a breast man. But okay. I think you know what I think we should do on this show next week. I think we should all go to Popeyes and get a biscuit and try to devour it. We should do that and like let's see who does the best at it. I think I think that's good. I think we should try uh, it. Yeah, first of all, I'm choking on a biscuit live on here. What's wrong with that? Come on, Ty. Do it, boys. Be a real one for once. Okay? Be a real one. Ty, you owe us. You know you owe us. One hundred percent. And last but not least, a man um gets caught uh behind the business of someone else, um, taking a poop, and here's what happens. He told him to walk away with it. Hold it. He said, pick that up. Don't play with me. <laughs> you know, at first, at first, I thought I was going to give it to Eggnog, but I'm giving it to him. He wins this. The force when he opened that door. Squeeze him. <laughs> that, that look, when he said pick it up, I would have pulled my pants up and ran off. Ain't no way I'm going to pick that up. Are you stupid? <laughs> Oh, he keep walking away. What is this? No. What you think he did with his hands afterwards? Put it in his pocket. Wiped it on his head. Wiped it on his pants and went on by his business. If you if you take it a number two outside and broad day like next to a garbage can, you ain't got no shit. You don't care. <laughs> you don't care. All right. So which one's advancing? Is it? Um, <laughs> we have the man with the eggs and the peas. Uh, the corn cruncher, the biscuit gobbler, or the man who got crushed to death? Oh, uh, him? Squish him. Squish, Squish him. him. Yeah, you think he squished it against the wall, too? Probably <laughs> down that wall. There's no way this video's not going on. No video can top this one. He's like in the middle of a poop. Well, Darren voted for a biscuit whisperer. Darren like that, that biscuit whisperer. I do like that, but. This is crazy. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. All right. So we'll go with um, the man who got the squisher. <laughs> the ish squisher. There we go. All right. Uh, Dex. Mm-hmm. Do you have a BS report for the night? Yes, I do have a BS report, but really, like, I'm going to take it just because we don't have a seat this week, and I need to give this PSA out. So... Earlier today, I saw this interview that came out that Timberland, the music producer Timberland, who I like, he um, 
he was doing an interview and he basically said that Justin Timberlake needs to put a muzzle on Britney Spears because after her memoir came out, it was all this trouble for him, which truthfully, I really don't see how it was much trouble for him. She didn't really say anything terrible about the boy from what I've heard and what I've seen. But my question and my thing for the day is like black people, we don't have to stand up for Justin Timberlake. We do not have to do this. And I saw Timberland do it. Which, by the way, Timbaland has a um, a memoir out as well. In his memoir, he talks in a lot of details about how he was working with Jodeci and how they were screwing him out of money and stuff. So the same way you told your story about them, this is Britney's telling her story about Justin Timberlake. So there's no reason for you to butt into that. Secondly, I saw Candy Burris. She jumped into it and defended Justin Timberlake as well. You need to worry about your restaurant. And worry about getting Keith Lee a table <laughs> and, and worry about why y'all don't take DoorDash orders and whatnot. You that's should clean up that stuff while you're trying to clean it up for Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake never does anything for these African Americans. And we keep, for whatever reason, jumping down to save oh. Justin Timberlake. And he don't need it. He don't care. These people are still going to go buy NSYNC concert tickets, Justin Timberlake concert tickets, or whatever else ha- he, you have you. Justin, in my opinion, is using this opportunity to play victim because nobody's really that upset with the boy and y'all need to stop it oh, wow what a seat jesus Ooh. thank you <laughs> and that has been dex's beers report for the week sick of justin <laughs> oh i'm sick of it's too much it's every other time every other week you turn around it's like stop it <laughs> okay there we go i lost that seat smiles and play the music it was, uh, cue the music the sweet gen music um two shows left uh, for the season before the Bro Talk Awards. So uh, make sure that you tell a friend and make sure you tune in for the next two shows. Uh, we'll be wrapping up before Thanksgiving this year to give us a lot of time to get ready for those awards. Do you guys have any announcements for things that are going on in your personal lives? Uh, two really quickly. One, the Patty and the Millennials podcast is out tomorrow. Please, please the Patty me. Legend. Yes, and happy birthday to Patty too. Scorpio happy season. Birthday. Um, so I have that podcast coming out tomorrow. And then on the 17th of November, I am going to be emceeing at uh, Frankie Darcel's play oh. Conversations for Sisters Only, the opening night. I'm, ah. hosting, I'm hosting the uh, red carpet reception. So guys, if you want to come, it's a great show. Like, please come out. It's uh, next Saturday. And I'll put this stu- I mean, next, next Friday after next. And I'll put this stuff in my um, Instagram story. Oh, there's... um. Does Patty know that you're doing a Frankie thing? Well, you know, Jason, you know, it's a lot of me to spread around. I can host a lot of different stuff. I'm, you know, this is your proof or it's something yeah, that you're just doing on the side. You're going to surprise, give a little surprise. You know, this is my, you know, I'm in my MC era. So everybody, you know, okay, everybody can get some. Okay. Everybody can get some. <laughs> okay. Understood. All right. Ty, you have anything going on? I have nothing going on. Got <laughs> new dog, guys. You no, did? You yeah, we got a dog. Let me see. Oh, cool. It's, it's, it's actually she's sick right now. Um, she has a upper respiratory infection. Um, so she's uh battling that right now. But yeah, we got a dog this weekend. So um why out. you didn't tell us in the group? Why you wait to tell us here? Well, because y'all didn't respond to my little text until Sunday, so I didn't feel like uh, I didn't no, see it. I really yeah, didn't see it. I was going to tell y'all, but giant response. I was like, you know what? I ain't going. I ain't going to even bother. So you, so today, when you were going back and forth with Will about nothing, you couldn't just be like, "Oh, I got a dog." I wanted to tell the show. I wanted to tell. I wanted to tell everybody together. There we go. Big old happy reunion. All right. Um, five people now know. 
for Dex, for Ty, for Bill. <laughs> this has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. We will see you guys next week on another edition. Peace out.